Hey, welcome to You Have Me at Black. I'm Brittany Abrahams, and this week's story comes from Paula. After her plenty of fist date doesn't go as planned, she learns what it means to take ownership over her body. Here's what happened. Thank you, Britt. Before we get into this story, I'm excited to announce that starting today, we're accepting contributions from our listeners at youhadmeatblack.com slash 100. As you know, up until now, You Had Me At Black has been 100% volunteer run and largely self-funded. But our goal is to make this show self-sustainable, and this is where you come in. Your contributions will help to make this possible. Our goal this season is to get 100 contributions of $10 each week through May 16th. So please visit youhadmeatblack.com slash 100 to learn more and contribute. Alrighty, let's get into Paula's story. Here's what happened. You're listening to You Had Me at Black. Black. Right in the heart of the city. Black. Man, listen, man. Black. Black. This is You Had Me at Black, and we live, baby. My story begins in 2016. I am just working a regular full-time job, living life, partying, attempting to adult, and actively online dating. Dating as many people as I can, but there are two in particular. One is named Lucky, and he's someone I'm just kind of casually seeing, and the other is named Sincere. And I've been seeing him on and off since I was 18, and it's always just been two friends being more than friends. So I am on Plenty of Fish. It's just an easy way to meet people. I'm not trying to be serious with anyone. I just want to have someone to entertain me. And I meet Ace. Ace reaches out to me first and asks me on a date. I'm really excited about it. He seems smart and interesting, kind of nerdy but tough and really, really attractive. So the day of the day, Ace calls me. I'm sitting in the car, all ready to go, and I answer. Hey, you ready? Yeah, um, I still want to see you, but my car broke down. Your car broke down? I thought we were supposed to meet at the restaurant. No, you can just meet me at my house and we can go from there. (sighs) Okay, I guess that's fine. Just send me the address. He sends me the address. I put it into my GPS and I go to his house. I get there, standing at the front door, and it's obvious this man is not planning to go anywhere. He has on sweatpants and a white t-shirt and no shoes. I'm pissed, but he looks so good. He says we should just hang out here, and I agree, and we go in the house. So this is not a bachelor pad. Basic furniture, and it's dark, and doesn't smell super great. And there's women's shoes and clothes, and he's suave and intelligent and creative. But the house I'm looking at looks like it's not cared about and unkempt. It's the type of place that I never would have gone in had it not been for the hope that I had for the person I had been speaking to over the last few weeks. And it feels like somebody else lives here. I asked him, Ace, whose house is this? And he says... This is my sister's house. 
I feel like he's lying to me, but I don't care. So we get upstairs, and whoever's bedroom this is, it doesn't seem like it's the master bedroom of the house. But the windows are wide open, so the sun is shining in, and I relax just a little bit. So we're just having good conversation. Kind of feels like how it was when we talked online. But then he starts acting a little strange. He's getting more aggressive and just a little thuggish. And he's making it clear he just wants to have sex. And to be honest, I did too. So I say yes. But I say to him, Ace, do you have a condom? And I watch him put it on. A few minutes pass. The deed is done. He gets up. And he doesn't have a condom on anymore. I ask him what he did with the condom. He just shrugs. I took it off. I look him square in the eye and I want to cuss him out, but I'm so angry. I don't even care. I get up, I grab my stuff and I leave. Fast forward and I'm back to hanging out with Lucky. It's been about two weeks since Ace and I feel like I'm getting some attention again. So I sleep with him. No big deal. But right after that, Lucky completely ghosts me. I'm kind of used to guys, especially from dating websites, just being here today and gone tomorrow. So now I am just doing me. And I'm feeling sick. I don't quite know what's going on with me. My stomach hurts every day. Something just feels off. So I decided to go to the doctor. So I'm sitting in the doctor's office. The doctor walks in. And I'm playing on my phone, not paying him much attention. And he looks at me and says, it's the baby. And I'm confused. And he says, it's your baby. I don't have a baby. And it's at this moment he realizes that I don't know what he knows. I'm pregnant. He's got to be the best doctor in the world because I sat in his office and we cried together for about an hour. Every thought went through my mind. I felt like a teenager, like my mother would be disappointed in me. My church family would be ashamed of me. Here I was, unwed, not even dating anyone, and pregnant. I realized I've got to tell Ace. So I pick up the phone and I dial his number and I hear the dial tone and I'm holding my breath and he answers. And I say, hey, and he says, hey, And I say, do you know who this is? And he's like, yeah, what do you want? So you remember how we had sex and you took the condom off without telling me? So I'm pregnant. He laughs it off. It's not possible. I can't have any kids. You're the only one I've been with, Ace. I'm pregnant. He starts to scream. You're not pregnant. That's not my kid. I can't have kids. What are you talking about? What do you mean I say to him, you can't have kids? My wife and I have been trying to have kids. We can't get pregnant. I'm shook. What wife? What are you talking about? You never told me there was a wife, Ace. And I'm pissed and I'm annoyed, but I also feel stupid. Because clearly, there was a woman. Her stuff was in the house. I just chose to ignore it. He says to me, if you are pregnant, you can't keep it. And I tell him, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to have this child. And he says to me, I'll find you. I'll kill you. I know where you live. I know where you go to work. You're never going to have this baby. I'm terrified I have to save myself. So I tell him, 
it doesn't matter because I'm married too. And me and my husband will take care of this kid and we don't need you, so don't worry about it. And I hang up the phone. So I'm thinking about the timeline. First, I slept with Sincere when he came to town. And then two weeks later, I slept with Ace. And then two weeks after that, me and Lucky hung out again and I slept with him. So there's about six weeks here. And it can't possibly be Lucky because I'm four weeks pregnant. And he was only two weeks ago. So it must be Ace, but he's saying he's not the father. So the only other option is Sincere. He was about six weeks ago, but I figured, hey, it's possible. So I call Sincere up, and we're old friends, so he answers casually like he always does. Hey, P. Hey, Sincere. Uh, I got something to tell you. Yeah, what's up? And I said, so remember when you came to town and we hooked up? I'm knocked up. And he completely laughs it off, and he's like, are you sure? Yeah, I went to the doctor. The doctor confirmed it. I'm pregnant. To my surprise, Sincere is excited. He's like, yo, man, this is great. <laughs> he already has a kid and he's always wanted more. And even though we've just been friends, we've been in love this entire time. So I just allow myself to go with it. I don't think this is Sincere's baby, but it's better than Ace, who's threatening to kill me. But Sincere immediately wants to know what date, how far along I am. And so I have to be honest. Sincere, it's possible that this is someone else's baby too. Huh. What do you mean? Who have you been sleeping with? And I tell him, we're just friends. You only come into town twice a year. Of course I'm having sex with other people. And my friend, who I've known for 18 years, calls me a hoe. Tells me that good girls don't sleep around. As far as he's concerned, he should have been the only person I was sleeping with. Our relationship gets really uncomfortable after that. So it's just me and this baby, and I've already decided I'm not having an abortion, so I'm going to have this child. My mother did it by herself and my grandmother and all my aunts. I can do it too. But every time I go to the doctor, they tell me that things aren't going so well, that I should be further along, that this baby should be bigger, that something's not quite right. So I realize now that I'm gonna to have to figure out who the father of this child is, whether I want to or not, because I'm gonna need some help. So I decided I was gonna to have to give Ace a call. The phone is shaking in my hand. It's ringing and ringing, and I'm rehearsing what I wanna say, but he doesn't answer. And the craziest idea comes to mind. I know how I can find him. I'm gonna catfish Ace. So I log into POF and I decide to create a whole new profile. I call my cousin. She's done this before, so she knows exactly how it goes. And we set up the whole profile using one of her friend's pictures. And it takes less than a day for him to take the bait. What's up, pretty lady? <laughs> pretty soon, he asks me to go on a date. And it's the exact same date that he had planned for me. The exact same way. The day of the date comes along he texts me to tell me that his car broke down and that he needs me to meet him at his house. This was too easy. I asked him where, he sends me the address, and I completely shut down the account. So now I've got his pictures and his address in a whole file folder like I'm a spy, but I end up not needing any of it. 
around the time of being eight months pregnant, my son passes away. So I'm in the hospital room and I've just said goodbye to my son. My whole family is around me. We're grieving together. I've given birth and lost my child in the same night. And I think about letting Sincere know, even though I don't think this is his child, he's my best friend and I love him and I know he cares. So once everyone leaves the room, I pick up my phone to call him, but he doesn't answer. So I send a text. I gave birth, but he didn't make it. A few moments later, Sincere responds. I'm sorry for your loss. Those few words broke me. I realized that he never thought of this as our child. He didn't care. So I blocked his number and I erased him out of my life. I didn't think to call Ace. I didn't think that he deserved to know. I never hated anyone more than I hated him at that time. So I wasn't going to tell him that his son had died. I wanted all of them completely out of my life. Years later, and I'm back on Plenty of Fish, sitting at my computer, this time a lot smarter than before. I get a ding. I open up the inbox, and I see his eyes. I know exactly who it is. It's Ace. I open the message, and it says, hi. And I respond, hey. He asks me, I thought you had a baby. Whatever happened to that kid? And I tell him, I had the baby. He doesn't believe me, so I send him pictures. Oddly enough, Ace seems surprised and excited. When am I going to see my son? And I tell him, whenever you want to. And then I send him the address. He doesn't know it, but it's the address to the cemetery. A couple hours later, I hear another ding in my inbox. It's Ace again. The message says, what the hell is this? And I tell him, your son died two years ago after I gave birth. He asks why I didn't tell him. And I tell him, you should have been around. Ace and I don't speak again for months. Every now and again, he messages me on Facebook, email, text message. He finds me and he asks me about our son. Sometimes I give in and I tell him everything I know. Sometimes I'm angry and I feel like he's taunting me. One time he said, me and my wife aren't even together. Me and you should be together. Another time he tells me, we should try to have another one. I don't think he realized how hurtful that was. I know I should, but I can't seem to shut him out. For me, he's the only other person who's connected to my son. Every time I look at his face, I feel like I'm seeing what my child would look like as an adult. When I hear his voice, I feel like I'm talking to him. I just can't seem to let it go. After my son's death, I wasn't doing well. I sunk into a really deep depression. I felt undone and broken and had changed the course of my entire life. Quit my job, moved out of my house, did everything I could think of to make myself feel better. But for me, there was only one 
place I knew always brought me healing and comfort, Tuesday versus open mic. I had been going for years, but I hadn't been in about a month, and I realized that I needed it. One particular night, the poet got up to do a poem about how sex with someone you cared about could still be rape. Something about that poem opened a wound in me that I had tried to close. I realized at that moment that what Ace had done to me, took the condom off without my permission, was not consensual. And what he was doing to me even now was continuing to torture me. I knew that I needed to be rid of him for good and forgive myself for blaming myself. So I made a point of learning and educating myself about a woman's right to choose. I read books and I listened to seminars and I studied and I sat under other women and listened to their stories and testimonies. And it began to help me to see all the places in my life where men had taken from me without my permission. I wanted my power back. So I began to make smarter and healthier choices about my body. I dated smarter. I began to call people out on their bullshit, call men out on their bullshit, and force people to treat me with the respect that I felt like I deserved. I wanted to tell this story because it's important to me that people know, one, my son existed. No matter what the circumstances were, he was here. And two, no one should ever have to feel the way I felt because of what Ace did to me. I'm a sexually liberated woman and I am okay with that. But that does not mean that you have the ability or the right to determine when and how I have sex. And I want other women to see, even if you were in a relationship, tell him no, that he doesn't own your body. Your body is your own. You make that choice. Thanks for listening. To learn more about our team, head to youhadmeatblack.com slash about us. Peace.